Before we get started, ESPN, in partnership with Peyton Manning's Omaha Production, presents Moxie Bets. Make bets with Moxie with betting expert Katie Mox and her merry band of gambling insiders as they preview lines, spreads, parlays, and props with personality and the kind of advice they would give themselves. That's Moxie Bets. Listen wherever you get your podcast. it is we are in beautiful las vegas it is the hall of fame induction for the ufc it is out here beautiful ahead of 276 ufc we about to get on camera dc get your boy could be y'all in the hall of fame let's go no we're in the hall of fame let's go all you got to do is move your body a little bit just feel it a little bit let the music move you this i have this guy have to move brother This is only Hall of Famer sitting here. You know what? I'm very excited to be sitting here because I heard that Khabib only sits with Hall of Famers. Bro, he's he's out of his mind. This guy, he came to my house the other day and made people not sit at the table because of teeth. But it's okay. You know, we're all honored to be sitting here. Yeah. I mean, well, it's two Hall of Famers and a guy that spent a lot of money watching y'all build your (laughs) Hall of Fame careers. So, Khabib, what is it like tonight? What was that feeling going into the UFC Hall of Fame with, I guess, your good friend, Daniel Cormier? (laughs) (laughs) To be honest, it was like very fun day. Same day, it was very busy day, very emotional day, you know, and uh, same time, it's like very big, big honor, you know, to be inducted UFC Hall of Fame with my brother DC, you know, like this is history. This is legacy, you know. DC, it's, a, it's an awesome feeling. Obviously, I was there when you got the announcement in, in Phoenix, and you mentioned getting an opportunity to go in uh, with your brother, with your teammate, someone you spent so much time with. What was that feeling like for you when you finally got to walk on that stage mm. and heard that Daniel Cormier is a 2022 inductee into the Hall of Fame? It was so, it was so gratifying, man. I, I, I cried tears talking about my parents because the lessons I learned from these people, man, they're, they're going to be with me for the rest of my life. But to be able to share this honor with, with Habib is, it, it, you know, honestly, we make fun of each other a lot about the way you talk about Troy Palomalu and the way I talk about Habib. It's like the impact that this young man has made on our gym and that he still makes today is second to none. So for us to go out there and represent not only ourselves and our families, but also our gym in the American Kickboxing Academy in San Jose means the most. To see, I mean, all of our coaches were there. Javier Mendez was in there crying. Bob, Dwayne Zinkin, all my coaches. It was, it was just a great night, man. I'm, I'm so excited. You both had amazing uh, UFC careers, MMA careers. But the one thing that touched me tonight was listening to both of you guys have an opportunity to pay tribute to your parents. Yeah. When you got that opportunity, DC, obviously you cry. Habib said how emotional it was for him. What does this moment mean for your entire families? Oh, go ahead. <laughs> you know, it's like, like parents, it was like biggest part of my life. The biggest part of my success, you know, that this is how I grew up, where I grew up, very traditional religion, family, and uh, I'm very happy for this because I didn't know, like, if without my faith, without my religion, understanding how I'm going to handle this, what happened, like, two years ago when I lose, when my father passed away, you know, it's like, but, like, religion teach me, like, how you have to handle this, but who teach me religion? Who give me this way? It was my parents, and you know, it's like I don't think I like ever I can be thankful uh, for this reason 
to my parents, but all my life, I never gonna forget what they did for me, you know. It's the same for me, you know, just being able to pay tribute to the work that they put in order to get me to where I am today. It was, it was emotional. I, I looked down at my sister, my nieces, they're all crying because the loss of our mother is still fresh in our family. She was just that important. And um, I felt like it was great to be able to do that for her and my dad. Now, when I got going and we got into the speeches, we got into the talks, Habib starts to talk and I'm sitting out there watching and he's reading his notes, which they didn't give him enough notes. But you never talked about the McGregor fight in 2018. I was a bit surprised that you didn't even talk that story. You talked about... Maybe he didn't, he didn't even want that name in his speech, DC. No, 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 but we talked, but we talked about this before, but it's like maybe like, brother, why, why are you going to talk about this? Little bit talk about this just no, a little bit. Already all world was watching this fight. People talk about something like when they wanna promote this. Like this fight become like bigger than bigger than our sport, bigger than MMA, bigger than Yes, UFC. but this is also a very defining moment. Talk you said it today on the red carpet. Like all the time talking about this, I don't like to be honest, but this is like one of the best moments ever happened in my professional career, you know? 2018 October 6th. I love how you put when the I dates finished this. How you guy know here, all these dates? I remember. Oh, you remember this. every day. I remember everything, almost. And you know, it's like you know, like people people never talk about one things. People never talk about when I jump, with me jump all this sport, you know, to ne another level. Yeah, you think you know, so? You I think that, that in that like, moment, it elevated. No, no, I talk about like this fight and everything what happened after fight. Of course, like Dana Hunter, everybody was like, oh, a little bit upset. Like they act. But like, were they really upset? No, I don't. They think weren't. So. <laughs> so. It's, it changed on, the way only people one guy was it. upset. Ooh. Me, when I go to the black room, I didn't have my belt. I'm like, oh, please, <laughs> Hunter, where's my belt? Bring belt. He said, brother, please. Be relaxed. I'm gonna bring you, but no, bring me belt. Bro, do you remember? Because I, this, I choked this guy. This guy, tap, where's my belt? What is this? You see, what this did is, you do? What did you do? This is not fair. This is like freedom speech country. Okay, <laughs> give me my belt. I Bro, beat this guy. I paid to watch Habib fight. Ten thousand dollars. Five twenty-five hundred bucks a ticket. Only talk. Only talk. Hey, this guy hey. only fifteen. No, I don't owe you fifteen thousand. You have a liar, bro. Did he tap you out, bro? No, we show, bet. We show bet. contract. Show contract. Doesn't brother, matter you if have you contract. Said, we we sign contract. Ryan, we bet. <laughs> One time we had this guy bet. He's a guy. Uh, he bet on a Brazilian guy against. It. Well, he doesn't bet. Okay. I bet him, right? Because he won't bet. So I bet him, and then he goes, brother, if you pay me, okay. So he said. I will not take fifteen thousand. One and a half thousand. If his English doesn't work good, that's on him. He said one and a half thousand. Then he sends me a contract for fourteen thousand nine hundred dollars in Instagram. Pay right now to Habib the Mega Metal on my credit. He doesn't even know what credit is. He doesn't even know what credit is. He's gonna be severely affected. Listen, listen, listen. You want I post a video? How we make like shake yeah, hands? But you can't like, cut man, the video right after you. Before UFC you... champion versus UFC champion. This we we shake hands. We shake hands. I'm going to pause this video, okay? Habib, this is what we know about you. One, <laughs> so already He's we've learned that he cheated you out of $15,000. $14,900 to he, the records if, that, if it's yeah. to be. He cheats on the show constantly. And we know you're a guy with, with morals and with principles. So how do you feel finally hearing DC admit to the world that he cheated in New York and put his hands on the uh, <laughs> Or did you already? Oh. 
Oh, no. <laughs> Habib, look at this. You see? Habib. The towel's bending. You yeah, see? so look, so look. The towel went down, Habib, too much. It went to 203 pounds. Look, 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 oh look, look Camacho here. Camacho like, oh, in the back. <laughs> what is this? No, hey, no, no, listen. Camacho's over there. The guy, the lady on the floor. Like, what happened? You know, like, <laughs> Sheriff doesn't care about any problems. It's been like this. If you guys don't catch him, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is like uh, Charles Oliveira have to watch this a lot. You did so, yes. Habib. That was after the that they changed towel, right? After they put like a black curtain. Yes, like they a black put thing. Like, like even. Yeah. But this is the thing, right? You don't see. Hey. Don't see. That's not my problem. Oh, they see only legs. They what made legs. you tell the world, DC? Because this listen, has been man, the world's the burden, best the kept burden. secret. Hey, Ryan, the burden of that lie. I don't lie. So having to carry a lie like that on my heart was too much. I'm an innocent guy, Habib. You know me not to lie. I don't yes. lie. So it was hard for me. I could not sleep at night. I, it, it no, sometimes you lie, brother. Oof. Yes, yeah. you lie. You lie about contract, $50,000. You lie. I have contract. I have video. If you go court, brother, I'm going to sue you. Believe me. Damn, I'm you're going to go jail. What? Yes. Brother, if, if we go. Brother, listen. But, listen. It's okay. I know you, you have kids, hey. family, everything. I forgive you. I forgive hey, you. listen. But next time, I'll have you English breakfast tea okay. when you come to my house. Finally, finally. You know, this guy give me like crazy tea. You know how I drink this? <laughs> I close my eyes like crazy. <laughs> like, it was like, he. it was not even hot. You, it was hot. No. <laughs> the reason it wasn't hot was because you kept bothering me. In this order is to off the rails. Can you please come? Can you please hurry? Where's the tea? Where's the I tea? call you three hours ago. Hey, I'm coming. I'm Why didn't you respond to the message when I said <laughs> what kind of tea do you want? Anyway, guys, hey, that's Habib Namegamedov, 2022 <laughs> UFC Hall of Famer, Habib. Thank you, brother. Congratulations, brother. 2022 Hall of Fame. Congratulations, Thank my you, brother. Thank you so much. All These right, guys who sitting here, who I'm just hanging with this guy. guy. I'm just hanging out. I don't even know <laughs> his name. Man. This guy, bang, tackle you. <laughs> like, I want to watch who, who are you like. My name is Ryan. No, no, no. Like, what you All right, guys. This Saturday. No, golf. it's not baseball. Golf? It's football. Golf like this? This oh. guy don't know nothing, oh, man. He does know. He's just pulling my chain. He is. He spent way too much time in the gym with me. Way too much time. all I do is talk trash. Later, Habib. Thank you. <laughs> this is the best, Habib. Hey, guys, UFC 276 Congrats, is, as a hug. Israel Adesanya versus Jared Cannonier. We got Alexander Volkanovsky versus Max Holloway. Three, Ryan, Sean Strickland versus Alex Pereira. And is Pedro Munoz going to be the guy that can knock off Sean O'Malley? I mean, bro, this is a massive fight card. And it seems like as long as there ain't no football, you had the big ones. Hey, I, I love it. Hey, listen, I like coming to the big ones in D.C. Here's the other thing. Next week, I guess what? It's going to be six days from the event will mark our one-year anniversary oh, of when it. the show started. That's even better. But, but so, so D.C., right? Yep, Obviously, yep. we're here tonight because you got inducted into the Hall of Fame, mm -hmm. to the UFC Hall of Fame. You should be in the MMA Hall of Fame, Combat Sports Hall of Fame. Whatever it is you, that you've been a part of, you've done it. At the highest level. Yes. What we've seen from some of these fight cards recently is fighting at the highest level. And this is International Fight Week. This is a week where we see the best come out. What are you looking most forward to on this card? You know, honestly, I think it's Strickland and Pereira. Like, Pereira, it, I was talking to Sean Strickland today, and he said something that I was like, wow, he can't possibly believe this. When he said... My pride makes me want to fight him where he's good at. Bro, we have seen what Pereira does yeah. to people that stand and strike with him. I mean, he has a knockout over Israel Adesanya. Mm -hmm. Like, what is, he, what is he doing? But 
This could all be smoke and mirrors, but this is the fight I'm looking forward well, to. Well, whether it's whether it's smoke and mirrors or not, DC, I like a guy like Sean Strickland because he looks at the, the fight game the same way the Pittsburgh Steelers looked at defense. Yeah. No matter who we were going against, want we, felt, we felt like, okay, if you're, you're physical, we want to meet you where you're physical. Yeah. If the team likes to pass the ball, we're going to blitz you and get you out of that. And maybe Sean Strickland just has that mindset that, you know what, I'm going to meet Perra where he is. Yeah. Think about, though, when we watched uh, Alex in the, in, in the last fight, have to come through in the third round. Yep. yep right. Yep. When, when, it, when it was brutal, when when it when it was down. it was dirty, there was dirty boxing. He was getting taken down and he showed up in the third round. I want to see if Sean Strickland is going to be able to take him to that place on a card that will feature Israel Adesanya what? in the main event. It's a number one contenders fight, right? Yeah. It's about as clear as a number one contenders fight as you get, considering that Izzy is calling for both of these guys. Now, where where Sean Strickland has to be careful is in the in-between. Because Pajeda's a fantastic counter-striker. He's a guy that in the middle of your punches, he can find his spots to knock you out. Yeah. The problem is, Sean Strickland's constantly throwing punches. He never stops. It's his pace and pressure that overwhelms you. It's a big spot for these two. But ultimately, and don't care what Max Holloway says, because Max says they're the main event, people are here Saturday to watch Israel Adesanya. Yeah. And when you look at Izzy, R.C., do you see a guy that transcends the sport of MMA? Do you see that guy that's at that level of star that he's just recognizable, not just in the mixed martial arts world, but to the sports world in general? I think Israel Adesanya has figured out how to be captivating in a way that not, not most fighters can. Yeah. Right? He, he's a guy, he, he's charismatic. He's talented in other ways other than fighting. Yeah. And you, like, you love listening to him talk, but now we're seeing him understand the game too. Right? Understand calling people out, setting myself up for the next fight, setting yep. myself up for the next thing, even being ultimately focused on the task at hand, which is defending his belt. But when you look at the landscape of his division, it has to be take care of business here and fight one of these guys who wins, whether it's Pereira or, or Strickland, and set that up. And Israel Adesanya is getting an opportunity to get into superstardom to me. Yeah, yeah. Right? Sure. I, I don't just pay attention to what he does here or to what he yep. does in training. You're watching him on YouTube. You watch Israel Adesanya watch fights yeah. more attentively than you watch some of the fights. That's where he's gotten to. And I think he's learned to captivate the, the fight world in a, a way that you did while still kind of being the villain, which is yes. very difficult. You know, he he does that. And I, I very rarely, when I talk to these guys, have that feeling of, wow, this dude, like, he's big. Mm. right? Because when you've done the things that we've done, it's hard. Yep. But there are certain people that when they, they carry this aura about themselves, when they come around you, you're like, wow, this dude's a little bit different. And Israel Adesanya is that type of guy. But in the Killer Gorilla, Jared Cannonier. He's big, he's strong, he's physical, and he's coming from heavyweight. Yes. I feel like Izzy said that he struggled with Blahovich because of his size. He was heavy once he got him down. Jared's a big guy that has fought as heavy as 245 pounds. Yeah. Does he have that type of base to smash Adesanya down if he can get him to the ground? Look, there are fights that you can make much easier if you approach them the right way. Is Jared Cannonier willing, though, to do that? Because for as great as Adesanya is, RC, and I, I God, I, I hate 
bringing this up because I'm sad that I brought my friend to a fight in Arizona and you had to sit through with Carlos Barza and Rose. <laughs> I, I gotta be honest. But the reality is Carla fought the fight that she had to fight to win. win. Because if she fought her too much, Rose would have picked her apart. Rose would have maybe knocked her out. That's what you have to do against Izzy because when you fight him close, and that's never been more apparent than in Robert Whitaker too. Second fight. Because Robert was more patient. He didn't leave many counter opportunities. You find yourself going into the fifth round and it's two to two. Mm -hmm. You're like, wow, I'm actually in the fight. But DC, is, is that good? Is that good for the sport? See, but that's the thing though, right? If you're trying to become champion for the first time, do you care about the sport? Right. You want that gold belt. That has to be first above everything else. So while I get the fight may be boring, I truly do believe to beat Israel Adesanya, the fight has to look a little bit boring because the guys that rush him, Paulo Costa, yep. guys like Robert Whitaker in fight one, mm -hmm. he will destroy you. But in fight two, fifth round, two to two, you all Romero, close match, two to two. Long as but, you but, but you look at you, you look at both of those fights. I feel like we didn't get to see the best of either fighter. And no, yeah. you, but you're absolutely right, DC. The name of the game is winning. Win. Whatever you have to do to get that gold strap. I should get to the do fight. like that. Exactly. The name of the game is winning. But Izzy has also shown that he has the ability to be patient as well. Oh, yeah, he to, does. To, to not reach, to not feel like I got to go out and defend the belt. That if, if you're not going to approach me, if I don't have opportunities for counter strikes, then I won't put myself a in danger, a bad position know? or in danger to be touched or to be taken down. And so it's going to be very interesting to see if Jared can take this fight into deep waters where he has an opportunity to win and then use his size, use his ability to grapple and yeah. get Israel Adesanya out of there. I don't want to see Carla, <laughs> Carla Rose, Rose Tudo. No, no, no. But I, listen, I in no way want that. But, but listen, though, even Jan Bohovic, right? Those yeah. first few rounds, it was leg kick Jan, mm -hmm. leg kick Izzy, leg kick Jan, right hand miss, right hand land. Very, very few strikes landed. And in the fourth and fifth, Jan takes him down. So it's like, you got to fight him a certain type of way. Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact. Helping the small stand tall. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Now, in the co-main event, RC, Max Holloway, Alexander Volkanovsky, three. These guys have fought two times mm -hmm. in very competitive fights. Yep. Many people believe that Max won fight two to the point that uh, FanDuel refunded anybody that bet Max 
Bro, he sent me the article today. I didn't know that. Dude, it's the craziest thing. Max Holloway sent me an article that says FanDuel has now, look, it said Sportsbook gives bad bet refunds to anyone who bet on Max Holloway winning wow. at UFC 251. So FanDuel. That's how close the fight was. They thought that Max won. They thought that it was a bad decision. But even in that, RC, are you surprised that fight one went to Volk? Very close. Fight two, people thought Max won. Alexander Volkanovsky is a two-to-one favorite going into this fight. Why are the odds looking like that You know, whenever the fights have been that close? Because you know what happens when you go back and, and you watch both of them? Alexander... Volkanovski never seemed like he was out of control, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, like e- yeah. even though, especially early on in yeah, the yeah. second fight, it looked like Max was 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 getting it's off on him, and Max was kind of picking picking him apart. Alexander Volkanovski or Volk just he stayed calm, yep, right? He yep. stayed chill, and he stuck to his game plan. And my lead scout, my, my lead UFC scout, is my son Jordan Clark. Yeah, right. So I call him, and he, he loves he loves the ESPN Plus package. He's like, Dad, <laughs> I'm about to go back and watch the first. Oh, fight. that's yours. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he using yours. <laughs> yeah, he got the VIP. Yeah, he got the oh, VIP. Got the VIP. <laughs> he got the VIP. <laughs> you know, and so he goes back and he watches the fight, and he's like, Yeah, Dad, you know, the, we talking about the first fight. Because in the first fight, it was all stand up. Nobody landed a takedown, and he was able to kind. To pick him apart. Then the second fight, he figured him out a little bit late. He asked me this question, which I'm going to ask you. He said, "Dad, if they fight ten times, yeah, do you think Max ever wins?" Wow. He thought, but he, but because he saw, what did he see in Volk? It, it's crazy, right? Because I thought again, I think Max can win. What I do think though is that Volkanovski seems to possess a style that's hard for him to win over time, Yes. right? It's super close, and every round's going to be close, but it seems hard for Max to be able to separate himself enough from Volkanovski to, to get those. Well, 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 the other piece of it, too, DC, is Max overwhelms opponents. People, yeah, right? Like when, when you watch Max, when he's when he's at his best, when you get to see him against the, the Calvin Caters or you get to see him against the Yair Rodriguez, it's, it's nonstop pressure, right? He continues to go, he continues to go, and eventually his opponents can wilt. Yep. Alexander Volkanovski doesn't, doesn't wilt. He doesn't sure. wilt. He continues to strike. He mm-hmm. continues to fight. But to me, what I've seen, he continues to strategize. Yep. A lot of times people oh, get caught. Smart. Yeah, people get caught up with Max and it's like, okay, let's go. Right, this is what we're going to do. We're going to stand up and we're going to strike. And he's okay to get a little, to give a lot. Yep, yep, and Alexander yep. Volkanovsky, I feel like his style, he's figured out a way where he can counter or where he can be first and sometimes throw Max off of his rhythm, which to me is, is, is something that you don't see a lot with him. And I think that's what makes these fights so exciting. It, it makes Volkanovsky extra special. We talked about this, yeah. and I brought this up to him the other day. I interviewed him, and I said, how are you getting better? I go, Ryan and I watch you fight, and we wonder, first off, how does he never get tired? Yep. How does he improve every time? Because that zombie fight was an absolute masterpiece. It was. But it also showed that it has to be him and Max. Yes. Because when they fight other people, they kind of dominate him. Mm-hmm. So... Max can win, yep. right? And I, I do believe, he believes that it's going to look easy this time. And many believe he's the greatest featherweight of all time. I know you don't because you love Jose Aldo. But if Max is to win, he's got to fight his fight and be able to sustain that over 25 minutes because Volkanovski will not change. Now, this fight card is stacked top to bottom. We can go yep. all the way to the first prelim, all the way to the end. But there's also a guy on the pay-per-view that is now making pay-per-view his home, even as a guy that's not a champion, isn't close to a championship. Sugar Sean O'Malley. 
Your guy, your friend. He's a star. Your friends now. Yeah, so yeah. Taking pictures. Yeah, stuff. I did. I talked to him the other day. I walked up to him. I was like, "Hey, man, I hope you don't think that I'm mad at you. Like, I don't get mad at people, right? But it's like he goes, "Now nah, we're good. We're, we're we're good. You know, da da da. We had a little conversation. All good. Can I tell you a secret? Yeah. This is so so as <laughs> we're so my whole family is now just huge UFC fans. <laughs> My daughter, we're in the airport, and I'm talking about you, and I'm so excited that you're going into the Hall of Fame. And my daughter goes, DC is so adorable. What is that? That's kind of... <laughs> I said, I said, I was, like, I was like, what do you mean? What does that mean? She's like, she's like Dad, he just looks so nice. And the next, yeah, the, yeah. Next, the next adjective was, and so cuddly. <laughs> <laughs> I said, you look like Santa Claus. <laughs> I, said, I, was like, I was like, maybe that's why all these People young dudes me. keep trying, my boy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I, I, I'm nice, right? I, I do nice. Hey, look, Ryan. When you've done the things we've done and you got what we got, it's hard to be mad. When you come, but you come from where I come from. I mean, I'm over here wearing a Hall of Fame jacket. Hey, it's hard to be mad. Why are you, why are you walking around upset? It's, no it's hard. It's hard man. I'm, and I'm telling you, man, I'm living life, dog. I'm good. I got money. I got my family. We healthy. Like, I'm good. But now, we get to Sean O'Malley and he got Pedro Munoz, right? Pedro Munoz has a nine, a single digit in front of his name in terms of rankings. How does Sean, uh, Sean O'Malley... Approach Pedro Munoz because we have seen Pedro hurt now. Yep. Is Sean going to be the guy to put him out? Well, I think the, the one thing I liked about Sean when he came on our show was we, you asked him about the clock. Yep. And he was like, well, I look at the clock. He's like, because I understand this might be a 15-minute yeah. fight. And I love the fact that he's setting himself up in his mind that if these are three hard rounds, I'm going to fight every round, but I'm going to fight every round contained. And I go back to his last fight, and I remember watching it and saying, looking at him and saying, okay, He's picking his shots, yep. right? He, he, he has his guy hurt, but he's still, he's still picking his shot. He's not overthrowing. And to me, that showed me a maturity in the way that he fought that I don't think people give him because of the way he looks. Yep, it's a hair. Bro, I'm telling you, and you know who said that to me? And this is the thing, like, we don't get to hang out much anymore, me and Habib, because of our lives, you know, and he's in Russia. Because we were behind at the Hall of Fame today, we had hours. So we were talking about Sean O'Malley. I said... What do you think of him? He goes, he's really good. He goes, I think people don't take him as serious because of the hair. He goes, but he's a tremendous striker. Yes. And he is a really good jujitsu guy. What we haven't seen tested is the wrestling in between. Mm. Can Pedro Munoz challenge him in those ways? But look, we all have a expiration date. Yep. And you could have the most iron chin in the world. And then eventually one day, the chin stops being as resilient. It stops being as durable. Pedro has now started to get hurt. Mm. He never used to get hurt before. If there's a guy at Bantamweight that is going to put his lights out, it's this kid. Because Sean O'Malley possesses tremendous power in his hands, and he will knock you out. But if he does, right, if he does that again, he will light this place on fire, and he will be off to the moon in terms of where he's going to go in his career. Yeah, think about this, right? This is a guy who has already acquired fame yep yep in this sport which which to me is 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 a harder thing to do because we've seen champions that don't become household names yep he's already to me in this sport a household name and so now when you start collecting the wins against the single digit guys you start to get into championship contention yep. which changes the dynamic of the way people see of everything and so if he puts if, if he's able to knock Munoz out, whether whether early or you get it late in the fight and he shows he can have that power late to knock out a true contender, I think it changes the way the fans view him, 
but I also think it changes the way the organization yep, views. Yep, yep, yep. Right, and now you get to, you're, you're going to want to see him against the grapplers. You're going to want yeah. to see, can he continue to ascend against some of the tougher fighters in his weight class? But my my thought on him is, is very much like, is he? Sugar Sean's good for the UFC. He really is. You know, he like, really is. People pay attention. People pay attention to him, but it's also, like, it, it, it's hard to be Daniel Cormier, right? It, it's hard to be, I came up, wrestling I'm I'm, yep. I'm I'm an Olympian I I went through strike force now I'm in UFC so like it's hard to do that he's found a different way to yep. be at the forefront of this sport and if he wins on Saturday it does a totally different thing for him be and, I think we start, and I think we start to see him in co-mains and main events on fight nights and eventually main events yeah yeah on he'll start main event yep. I mean the guy the guy is going to be in the top 10 in his weight class I think he's great for the sport. I think there's a ton of potential for him. Now, as Sean O'Malley starts to ascend to the top, we have two guys that have been in the game for a while, uh, Donald Cerrone and Jim Miller. Yeah. Uh, they're rematching this weekend. Um, you know, Donald has long said that he's coming to the end. Jim Miller is not ready to call it a career. He's actually still fighting very well. But when you look at Cowboy, he isn't making the weight. He's fighting at 170. Mm. What... Do you expect to see after having three fights scheduled in such a short period of time and also up a weight class, not having to deal with the weight? Because you got to think, right? When we're in Arizona and they tell him, or we're in Austin, Austin he's, second. Not, yep. he's not fighting. You go have a couple. I mean, this guy go has a couple beers, right. right? He's a cowboy. He's a cowboy. How quickly can he get back into that mindset of, I have to fight a guy in Jim Miller who I need to know is super tough and it may be my last time making that walk. And so, you know, I, I, I don't get to I don't get to say this is what it's like to make that walk to the octagon. Yeah. But we all know when it's coming to an end. Yep. As an athlete, you can feel it. And I felt like I know I remember playing Philadelphia, the second to last game of my career, and I had 22 tackles. Whoa. And I and I already knew. I'd already told Yonk, my wife, in November. <laughs> I was like, I'm done. I was like, this is it. You could tell, bro. I was, I was like, this is my last year. But I remember thinking I still had something left, and I wanted every ounce of it to be he out. Left on and the I field. think that's what we're going to get to see from Cowboy. Whether yeah. it's quick and whether he has it or not, we still have to wait to see that. But I think he understands this is close to end. And you not only want to prove – I wanted to prove to myself one of two things, that if, if I had something left, I could go out and use it. Yep. And also, I wanted to know that I didn't have no more. Yeah, and yeah, And I think yeah, that's what sure. we're going to get as he walks to the octagon this time on Saturday. Because if it goes great, he'll know, hey, there's something. But if there's that something, right, that something shows itself, you still got to be okay with walking away. Because ultimately, when you don't have any more, yep. you go out there and you get destroyed, right? Yep. So it's like, I think we'll see a great fight. I think we'll see two guys that want to win. I, I, I do think that the Lozon fight was more tailor-made to yes, what Cowboy needs now because I think Jim Miller's still insanely uh, uh, insanely relevant in the mm -hmm. weight class still, but it is what it is. He gets a guy that's littered across the record books just like him, a guy that is second in finishes. Cowboy's got the most bonuses. Jim Miller's in the top three. They've both been around for a long time, and I think this fight is going to show us exactly where Cowboy Cerrone is and where Jim Miller is, so I can't wait to get to Saturday. Ryan, 
Thank you for coming, bro. Brother, I, I, I would not have missed it for the world, man. We were in Costa Rica. Even the wife was okay with making sure we got here, man, uh, tonight. Uh, congratulations, bro. Your speech was amazing. It was. I've never been a part of a UFC Hall of Fame yeah. induction. And to have one of my close friends going in, one of the best co-hosts a guy could ever ask for, it was beautiful to be here, man. Brian, thank you for coming, bro. And honestly, if you've been to the Hall of Fame tonight, that is what I hope the UFC Hall of Fame stays. Because before, they did it in the middle of the fight week, the International Fan Expo. Make it something that stands alone, yep. that truly matters, that truly means something to the people that you love and the people that have supported you on this journey. RC, every single week I enjoy doing this show. I know so many people are excited about seeing it tonight after the Hall of Fame. I'm glad we could give that to them. And for Habib for joining us. Nah, man, this, this was an awesome night. I got to meet your people. I talked to your brother. Uh, it was awesome. That's crazy. They probably I, all I, ran I, up on hey, you. Hey, I, I told them you were great. They said not so much. <laughs> but, hey, to have this show on this night, it was beautiful, man. Congratulations again, my friend. All love. And we missed it up. We, we missed. It up. We actually all missed. Good. We got to do this shit again. <laughs> yeah. We actually missed.